back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Peter Lynch and Jarrett McKenzie, and uh, we've been talking a little bit about uh, winners and losers on the last five days. Uh, you know, we covered inflation. Uh, Jarrett, I think what we probably ought to do from here, Kelly Lynn usually tees you up for these, but I'll do it this week. Not a problem. Uh, let's Very talk common. about a situation. Um, and, and this has Kelly Lynn's fingerprints all over it. I think she <laughs> prepared a lot of the notes for us. Yep. Um, so we've got a couple, Chloe and Will, 52 and 49, respectively. Uh, you know, they got uh, just basic W-2 income, a little bit of rental income and interest in dividends from their portfolio. Uh, they got some grown kids that are now in college, and unfortunately, they're looking to divorce. They've been working with a an advisor, a financial advisor, and um, they they want to... Uh, <laughs> They, they want to continue working with that financial advisor, but as you might imagine, they're now at loggerheads, right. uh, kind of arguing over assets, uh, going to fight over the Tupperware. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's important stuff in life. Sure. Uh, and, you know, that's the reason that they've been investing. So <laughs> the situation becomes, you know, kind of what should the, the advisor do and whether or not, I mean, they obviously want to continue working with someone that they've gained a trust in mm-hmm. uh can the advisor do that they can it's not always advisable because it is a tricky situation and, and one that we do sometimes find ourselves in fortunately we, we don't come across many divorces between our clients here at least i haven't personally but uh we have had a few and in those cases yeah i mean it, it typically does make sense to sort of start by bringing in another advisor uh, and, and perhaps you know one of the clients ends up working with that advisor going forward now are you uh, talking about an advisor outside of the firm of the current not advisor? in our case you know usually yeah because well, we work in teams at hensler and, and so oftentimes we at least would want to have a, another perspective to try and develop, you know, somewhat of a relationship, at least initially with uh, one of the clients in case they do feel like there's too many conflicts of interest that are being imposed, uh, given what all is happening uh, with the divorce. And so, you know, it, it, from an advisory standpoint, it is somewhat difficult, too, to maintain that, that separation between, you know, doing because these people especially if they've been working with this advisor for many years you, you become friends right and it's it's really right. hard you know the client on one hand is that you have friendships with them and they trust you and they don't really want to go out and find someone new but uh, they also need to get the best advice that they can and, and what's in their best interest and of course we are obligated as fiduciaries to do that uh, and so it, it is a little trickier I think you know in my opinion to, to look at it from this different perspective of okay I'm no longer considering what is best for them as a household or as as a family, mm-hmm. I've got to kind of look at it in two separate buckets here. And, and sometimes uh, when you do that, yeah, it can. The, the advice that you should give may end up being conflicting advice or at least may come off that way to them. And so, uh, you know, it, it tends to be best to try and bring in at least a, another perspective with another advisor. And, and, you know, again, if it happens here, we're, of course, going to do that internally. But uh, we have had some clients seek other outside counsel or advice uh, when these instances have come about just to, to, from the very start, you know, avoid any of those conflicts because that's really 
I'd say the, the the hardest part of this to manage. You know, when it comes to the financials, divorce, and, and obviously it's somewhat dependent on the complexity of a client's situation. But I would say a lot of things are pretty straightforward, especially if things are amicable and, and the divorce decree that's issued is uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, but it is, you know, m- more from a, a behavioral aspect of managing that relationship that is where it gets tricky. It's not so much the financials of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A lot of times you're going to deal with the emotion, the financial part. Oh, absolutely. It's fairly easy, and a lot of mm-hmm. times too. Um, one of the one of the you know spouses um, is handling the finances. Yeah. So the other spouse isn't involved. A lot of times we try to get them involved, but mm-hmm. a lot of times that's not the case. So now you're dealing with with one who doesn't have that experience and may feel differently about what you're going to be offering. Yeah. Right. So so you do run into an issue potentially with trust, and if that be the yeah. case, the, the situation somewhat resolves itself, does it not? Mm-hmm. You would assume that that, that uh, uh, partner would probably go find themselves someone else. Probable. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's very likely. So, so, I mean, you've got a fiduciary responsibility to your clients, and, and yeah. how, how might that be breached i would assume if you start getting questions about the other party from one of the the partners or or ex-partners that's where it really gets chippy yeah i'd say that's that's definitely the most common way i would say you start running into those issues is you know yeah when they're asking stuff that they would have asked in the past and that been perfectly fine but now because of you know what's what's happening uh it's informative of the other parties yeah exactly especially when you've got jointly held assets and things like that and you know look if a client calls us and, and asks us to move money from a joint account to an individual account if their name's on it, we can't stop them from doing that and have to take that instruction. And in those cases, the other spouse might look at that as you, you kind of pulled one over on me because you allowed my wife or my husband to do that. And it's like, well, we, we couldn't stop them from doing that. You right. Know? So there's mm-hmm. and that's really where, yeah, from a relationship standpoint, it starts to get choppy because we, we can't do we, we certainly can't show favoritism. Right. And that's why, again, we bring in another advisor to at least give another perspective and uh, hopefully start developing a relationship so that if they do decide to remain with us going forward, then, you know, we, we've got a little bit of separation there to hopefully avoid some of those conflicts. But it, it can get tricky when it comes to that because yeah i mean if you you make one wrong step even though it's not technically wrong uh from a financial standpoint you know it can come off that way to the client and then you know yeah yeah and i think being transparent you know talking Mm -hmm. to each of them as much as we can based on who signed the agreement um, and sometimes just waiting until that divorce is finalized before doing and then Anything. you usually yeah. get pretty clear direction Very from clear. the mm-hmm. from the yeah. uh, the divorce from decree, the right? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. that's usually where I start in these cases is to try to advise them to the extent that you can. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if you need money or access to your assets, and we're going to help you facilitate that. But to the extent we can wait until this all plays out in court and have that divorce decree, that would probably be best because then you've got a very clear path forward, and there is no. Uh, room for interpretation of, of what may or may not happen here, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you don't, you don't ever know what's going to be in those or what people have agreed to. And you start moving things around prematurely, uh, it just creates more work could, on the back end. Could <laughs> make a mess and have yeah. to unravel it. Yep, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> it sounds to me like, as always, a divorce is going to be a mess. Um, you know, best thing is to <laughs> try to do what you can to avoid it. But uh, yeah. there are times when, when you know, it's you come to some agreement and, and you're going to part ways. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
Uh, I mean, do you would you advise an individual to to uh, seek counsel elsewhere, or is it? I mean, do you have there? There's probably it's going to be it. It depends kind of answer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Generally, that's it's the first understandable thing. when you've developed a trust with an individual, mm-hmm. but you know it. Even within the firm, I think that's probably the best thing. If you want to stay with the company, uh, kind of the way you said Hensler Financial has handled them in the past, is uh, just yeah. maybe ask for another advisor within the firm. That, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. probably the best step. And, you know, if you can't get comfort there, then you'd, you'd have to find somebody sure. else, right? Yeah. Well, that's why clients like our structure here at Hensler, because there are other advisors here, you know, based on whatever they may need or prefer that we can put them with. And not only are they getting an additional perspective from somebody that's, you know, just come from the outside looking in, but also going to help us minimize any potential conflicts of interest that may arise, you know, even inadvertently just from you know, your relationship, the existing relationship that you have with them. That's the the tricky part, because it's kind of like I've had one instance where the lady called me up and said she was about to file for it, but that he was not aware of it yet. Oh. And huh. then it's like the secret that you got to keep. Yeah. <laughs> because Why you, did you leave me with right. that burden? And that's, yeah, I'm Yikes. like, okay, this is going to be a little awkward. So it, it's, it can get kind of sticky when it comes to that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know. I imagine. So, all right. Well, uh, I think we got a little more to talk about when we come back. We'll talk, uh, answer some listener questions. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard all material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current but accuracy cannot be guaranteed the contents are intended for general information purposes only information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals such as tax consultants insurance advisor or attorney although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter it may not apply in all situations This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.